Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. This week, we want to talk about staying calm when you're in an adverse circumstance. You know, so many times we don't understand what the Lord's doing. We don't understand the process. And some people blame a lot of things on the Lord when they're going through adverse situations. They're going through uh, sicknesses. They're going through this or they're going through that. The first thing they want to do is they want to blame God. Well, you know, I must have done something wrong for this to happen. I want you to understand today that to grow in grace means that in every area of your life is assisted by grace. Because God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Now, 1 Peter 5 and 5 in the New King James says, Submit yourself, you younger people, submit yourselves to the elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. 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 For God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. Now, we know that God resists the proud and He gives grace to the humble. That's why God calls us to do things that we can't do so we trust His grace in that situation in our life. You know, if we think about the leadership that we see in the local church today, it probably doesn't line up with God's heart. God sees us all equal. I'm not greater than the body. Humility is lining yourselves up with the Word and trusting God to do it through you. Now, humility is not going to the altar and begging and crying and and saying all the right spiritual things. Humility is lining yourself up with the Word of God and trusting grace to do the work through you. Now, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Now, here is a big issue. If God would see the body of Christ today, you know, in John 17, he said, Me and the Father are one. I believe when God was saying that, He also wants me and you as believers to be one in Christ. Not be against each other, not to be about our selfish ambitions, but be about oneness or unity in the body of Christ. That we're so much together and unified. Now that doesn't mean that we're going to agree with everything everybody says. But we can agree on the purpose of the greater calling. You know, Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambitions or conceit, but in lowness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Now I want to ask you something. Do you think today that you as an individual are always looking out and more concerned about somebody else's interest than you are yourself? Or are we doing things and just falling into life? You know, it's kind of like our nature. Now, most people don't even have any idea who their neighbors are because they're so consumed in their day-to-day life. You know, let nothing be done. We're so consumed. And I don't believe it's always that people are just selfish. I believe it's just people are just consumed with their own selves. Their whole life is built around themselves. It's built around what's going on around them. It's about them and therefore and no more. You know, your identity, guys, is not in what you do, but in who you are in Christ. Let go go of your independence. Let go of your dependency in what you do. You know, most people are identified by what they do. 
Michael Jordan was known as a basketball player. Most people never even cared about his existence on the earth. He was identified with this particular thing. And today, we identify our wealth with our wealth. We identify with what we've accomplished, with the house that we live in, the car we drive. We need to be identified with who we are in Christ. Because if we ever understand who we are, we'll start acting like who we really are instead of acting like who the world says we are. We need to start allowing the Holy Spirit to be so in control of our lives that we stay calm when adverse situations come along, when crises come along, when circumstances that we don't understand arise in our life instead of falling apart and, and trusting in, in what, how terrible it's going to be or how devastating it is. You know, there's thousands, thousands of people on a weekly basis committing suicide because there's so much pressure in the world. And not only the pressure, we put that pressure on ourselves. Your identity is not in what you do. Whether you have a position with a job, whether you're a professional athlete, whether you're a pastor of a, of a, of a great church, that is not your identity. You know, in Romans 12 and 10, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in honor, giving preference to one another. You know, do we put other people before us? Do we allow people to step in and, and take the lead or do we want to be in control all the time? We need to allow ourselves and the first in in first Peter chapter five verse six, therefore hum, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. So think about it a minute. Are you staying calm in adverse situations? When people are getting that promotion that you thought you should have got, are you still praying for them, standing with them, believing with them, supporting them? See, that's the beauty of grace.